If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, like, and share so we can find others like yourself. Welcome to the Bitcoin Basics podcast with your hosts, Faris and Gordon from coincompass.com, enabling you to safely buy and securely store your Bitcoins. All resources are in the show notes and description, including our disclaimer. Visit bitcoinbasicspodcast.com to subscribe and discover other free content. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another Bitcoin Basics podcast with your host, me, that's Gordon and Faris. We're continuing in our journey of answering questions and we're on day 28 of 30. So it's not too late to ask us a question at coincompass.com slash ask. We might actually do another one. So if you've got a question, head across to there. Before we get into that, Faris, I'll just pull up the proof of recording. The current price of Bitcoin is $11,982 US dollars. And the current block height is $643,035, which I believe is one block since the last podcast. So that explains why we're in the same clothes. <laughs> so, uh, Faris, um, today's question is interesting. How about I just go and play it? Sorry, I didn't, inter- I didn't let you talk at all then. No, that's fine, man. I see the gold price is going crazy. Is it too late to buy? And what about Bitcoin? Especially nowadays, you see the price of gold go absolutely crazy, not to mention the stock market and Bitcoin as well. So, Faris, should people be buying gold, Bitcoin, both, neither? What's your thoughts? So yeah, price of gold and silver, especially going crazy at the moment, um, really just broken out. Um, I, in our Bitcoin and markets, I have been looking at gold for some time now. And the pattern I was expecting to play out hasn't. Um, I actually sold some gold just below 2000 and hoping to buy some lower and it just broke through. So yeah, gold and silver, especially going really, really high. Um, it's a case of probably two too high too fast um i mean i'm expecting gold to get to three thousand to five thousand in the next three to five years to be honest that's you know if nothing changes and things go as, as they are that's what i'm expecting to see happen but it's the short-term price movement to um, is very fast so with that question it depends on your time horizon when you say too late what are you thinking are you thinking trading within the next few weeks or are you thinking holding off for the next three months to three years if the latter doesn't really matter if you buy it now or $200 lower. If you're trading, I'd be surprised if we didn't see a short-term pullback in gold and silver. Um, long-term, I do expect gold to be very, very well. With Bitcoin, uh, the price is doing very well. Now, with the two of them, gold and brick Bitcoin, I think what is happening here is that these are not necessarily going up because people understand the fundamentals of Bitcoin. I mean, people understand gold. It's been around for 5,000 years. They know it's a safe haven asset. I still don't think people really understand Bitcoin as a safe haven asset. The U.S. dollar is going down. And because gold and Bitcoin are priced in U.S. dollars, therefore the relative value of gold and Bitcoin will go up. Same thing with oil. U.S. dollar goes down, oil goes up. Uh, also, what we're seeing as the U.S. dollar goes down, you're going to see equities, like uh, S&P 500, NASDAQ go up. Because what will happen is people don't want to sit in cash. People are just, if you're an investor, you're addicted to doing something with your cash. Not many people just want to hold cash. 
Um, the smart people do, but at the moment, cash yields 1% to 2% if you're lucky. Um, most of the time, it's yielding 0%. So you want to do something other with your cash because you know it's just eroding by holding on to it. If the U.S. dollar is going down, you're seeing this as a good opportunity to move from your currency, the Australian dollar, the South African rand, into U.S. dollars. You're like, you know what? I, yeah, think things in Australia are bad. Things in South Africa are bad. I want to get out of that currency and into U.S. dollar. It's come down. Now's a good opportunity. How are you going to get in there? Well, you can buy gold. You can go ahead and buy shares. And Bitcoin is the easiest way to get across currencies as well. So that's the reason I think that they've skyrocketed is because the dollar is going down. Um, I was looking at a chart and we're at around 93 cents on the DXY, which is the US against eight currencies, mostly weighted against the euro and the pound. Um, it, 88 is the next point of support. If it, um, it, it, We should get a short-term bounce here because it really just dropped very quickly. But if we go back down to 88, it should bounce up from there. Um, some people are saying this is the end of the US dollar as we know it. Uh, I think we are, you know, I think the US empire ended um, at the end of the Clinton era. Um, but yeah, I think the currency is still very much part of the financial fabric. It's going to be a long time before we can um, get rid of it. it won't, we won't be able to get rid of the petrodollar system very quickly. It's, it's still tied into global trade. It's still tied into um, sanctions, the WTO. The US dollar is still very much interwoven in global finances. So it's still going to be around. It's not going to crash. Do you think the uh, correlation with the stock market has anything to do with gold's price and Bitcoin's price, or are they not related? I think Bitcoin and the stock market have been correlated. I don't think gold has. So this is one thing you want to look at as well. When everything's going up in, in value, as we're seeing now, stock markets has been going up, uh, equities have started to go up, and gold and Bitcoin are going up. Thinking, well, what's going down? So the dollar is going down, but for the dollar to go down, it means you're buying something. If you're selling dollars, you're buying another currency. So you're buying euros or you're buying Australian dollar. And you don't necessarily want to be holding those, I don't think. Um, I think with everything that's going on in the world with COVID, um, I mean, you know, you've had a huge wave that's now hit the, U, uh, the United States. So when everything's going up, you think at some point, something's got to come down. Someone's got to sell. Because if everyone's buying, where is this money coming from? And it could be just these government handouts at the moment. Um, and you are seeing governments like um, uh, United States, Australia, basically just literally paying people to sit at home. The, U, uh, the euro, um, um, sorry, gold absolutely skyrocketed when the, um, the European um, Commission basically agreed to come up with a trillion dollar debt relief for COVID. So that's why you see gold going up because governments are just printing money. And you know, that'll bring interest rates down. The more money they print, brings interest rates down. So you're not getting um, a yield on your currency, which means you'll just move into gold and Bitcoin. So yeah, my concern with Bitcoin still is its correlation to equities. If equities start to correct, Bitcoin will correct as well. Uh, $10,000 is now the next magic number. If we break below $10,000, who knows where we'll go. But $10,000 holds, 
strongly and holds convincingly, I mean, then I'd say, yeah, it's unlikely we'd see it go below $10,000 again. But we've made these claims before. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, like, and share so we can find others like yourself. So <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous when we say hashtag not financial advice um, because uh, that's a slippery slope. So let me ask you some friendly advice, not financial advice, friendly advice. Um, I, I give you uh, $10,000 and I say, Faris, um, use my $10,000 wisely. Wisely, what are you doing with it? If I had $10,000 right now, what I would be doing with it is I would be putting um, 30% into gold um, within basically staggered within the next few weeks. Within the next few weeks, I'll be buying 30% worth of gold. I do want to get into Bitcoin. I just want to see where we are now. There's a key level at 12,000. if we pull back from there, I'd start staggering in between 10 and 12,000. Um, if we break 10,000, then yeah, I'd want to have some leftover. But essentially, half of that money I'd be putting into gold and Bitcoin. The other half, and this is just me being conservative, um, I would hold into cash, which is silly, but that's short term. Um, when I say short term, I would say the next six to 12 months, and then I'd look at some good buying opportunities. Or I've, I would continue to scale in to gold and Bitcoin if they start moving up. But I'm apprehensive about getting long equities at the moment. And I'm somewhat apprehensive about the bond markets as well. Yeah, you just look at the stock market and you're like, you know, when, when is it going to come back down? But you know what? With all this money printing, they can kick the can down the road again and again and again. So eventually it has to break, but that doesn't mean it's going to break tomorrow. So... Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's a really good answer. Um, in the uh, long term, if you're not worried about the daily swings and ups and downs or whatever, what Ferris has said is absolutely spot on. And we have an interview coming up with um, someone who's going to show us how to do something called dollar cost averaging. So you don't put your $10,000 bank straight into gold or Bitcoin or whatever. You actually stagger those buys so that you don't have to worry about the profits and the losses. They sort of average out over time. So stay tuned for that. And just last but not least, Faris uh, mentioned a lot of charts and graphs and all that kind of stuff. Head across to our YouTube channel, coincompass.com slash YouTube, especially if you're listening to this on a podcast. Faris does an excellent update every couple of weeks called Bitcoin and markets, where he goes into those things in more detail if you are a trader and investor. So head across there. Is there anything else you want to mention, Faris, buying gold, Bitcoin, or both? No, not a moment. We are actually very interesting times. And um, yeah, I mean, a few days, a few weeks does not make a trend. A trend takes months to develop. So um, very interesting to see what happens for the rest of this year. Um, The main thing I'm keeping my eye on, I've mentioned this in Bitcoin and markets, is the gap in the VIX. That's a volatility exchange. When that gap gets filled, I'd be very interested to see what happens then. That's what I've been waiting on. Um, And if you don't know what I'm talking about, just head to our Bitcoin and markets because we mentioned gaps in the Wheelchair 4500, the Russell, the S&P 500. With the exception of the Wheelchair 4500, the others have been filled very quickly. I cannot believe how fast those gaps will fill. 
I did not think the World Child 4500 gap would be filled um, these next year or two, but it looks like we're just days away. So it, it's just blown me away, this V-shaped recovery in the stock market. Excellent. So to sum up, would you say uh, in the short term, buying gold and Bitcoin, perhaps not, perhaps wait, but if you're in it for the long term, definitely yes. Uh, in the short term, I actually don't know because in the short term, I made the wrong call. I sold gold at about 1950, hoping to buy some at 1820 and it just went through 2000. So short term, I don't know. Um, I think longer term, yes, I'd be, I, I'd be wanting to hold gold and Bitcoin more than anything else. What about silver? They say they call silver the widow maker because it is a very volatile trade, um, almost as volatile as crypto. Uh, but yeah, I just don't trade silver. Um, yeah, it, there's probably, there'd be more fundamental uses for silver than for gold. Um, gold really is more of a currency than a commodity, whereas silver is probably more of a commodity. Yeah, absolutely agree with that. Um, okay, excellent. Well, I think that's about it from me. Any final comments or words of wisdom? Nope. Um, I'm, and I'd be very adverse to give any if I did have them. <laughs> These are extraordinary times that we're living in. Yeah. So in that 15 minutes, basically the answer is we don't know. Uh, dollar cost average in the long term, buy Bitcoin, buy gold in the short term. Who knows? Uh, just a reminder, head to coincompass.com slash YouTube, especially if you're listening to this our YouTube channel so that you can check out uh, some of the more um, graphically intensive, interactive um, tutorials and videos that we do, including uh, playlists like how to set up a secure computer connection, password manager, security hygiene, all that kind of stuff. Faris's videos on uh, Bitcoin and markets and macro markets, as well as some of our interviews and tutorials as well. Thanks again. That concludes day 28. I think we took three months to get to day 28, but we are almost at our day 30 of Bitcoin. Thanks everyone. Until next time. Thanks for watching or listening. Please visit coincompass.com slash free to register to our socials and discover other free content. Subscribing, liking, and following helps this content remain ad-free. Until next time.